Okay, so my take on moving in with my boyfriend of many years, I'm going to start by saying wherever you are in your relationship and however long you've been dating should not dictate where you should be. And this is like, I'm always reminded of this whenever I do reveal the amount of time that my boyfriend and I've been together. Um, Backstory, we met when I was 16, he was 17, high school sweethearts, I guess. Um, And then we dated into college and now we're here. And so we've been dating a lot of my life, but that too, we were both like little kids, like 16 year olds are not that old. We don't really know what we want at that age. And so like, yes, we've been dating for a very long time, but we were children. So it's funny when people, I guess not many people know my age, the more people I get to know and, you know, share my life story to whatever. The more I share like, yes, I've been together with my boyfriend for five and a half years. They're like, wow, man, when's he going to put a ring on it? man, when are you guys going to get married? Where are the kids at? Like, and I know that no one means to be rude or most of the time it's just making conversation. Right. But like, every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, like to be on, I, I don't know. I don't owe anyone an explanation. So that too, always remind yourself that you don't never owe anyone an explanation, but I'm like, yeah, like we're just not there right now we just aren't looking to get engaged like of course we want to get engaged but just in the future when the time is right in terms of our lifestyle where we are with our student loans with our jobs like so many different um things are on the table including time sure but time isn't the only factor and it's not going to be the key determinant of yes we're going to get engaged um so i hope that made sense because that's something that i'm constantly reminded of when I do think of like the amount of time I've been with my boyfriend you know coming up on six years oh where you know am I supposed to be getting engaged also everyone else everyone and their mother on Instagram and Facebook are getting engaged and getting married but that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be doing it um so yeah that that's my little rant I'll get it out of the way just remember time is not a factor do what you want be with the person for however long or short you want to do or be with before you make decisions in your relationship, as long as you're happy and you're doing it in a healthy way. And I'll talk soon about some values that I think are essential to really the relationship that Cameron and I have and why moving in has been so seamless already. And so I'm really excited to talk about that. But yeah, so got the rant out of the way and I'm really happy. That's really ju- the gist of everything. I'm very happy that I made the des- this decision with Cameron. Moved in about a month and a half ago and truly gotten settled in. You know, the first couple of days were very exciting, new place. And through all of this, we've been buying furniture, getting settled. But now that I can finally say I've gotten into my routine and I've been working for my company for a month now, I am kind of settling into what will be my life for however long until I change it up or get a new job or set a new routine or what what have you. Um, but I'm very, very happy with how everything has gone. And I think a lot of this is due to just Cameron's and my personality and how we approach things and how we see eye to eye on a lot of things. And so, yeah, we have very similar, like, 
lifestyles, I guess. We both like going to the gym. We have very similar eating habits. We have the same style and like interior design style. Um, We like things very, very clean because a lot of people think too, well, I think a common fear would be moving in with a man means that you have to move in with like a dirty creature. Like, ew, you have to clean up with them. And I will say Cameron's been on top of his stuff. Like it's not 50-50 every single minute, but for the most part it is because of course we're all human. You can't expect everyone's 100% every single moment. Um, But for the most part, yes, we are giving our most and doing what we have to do to keep up the house and have prioritized cleanliness because I think looking back, both of our college experiences were fantastic. I know that we had a lot of fun. It was super fun, like random chaotic moments that we would have in our college living situations where we were both living with friends and it was just like, it was a party every day living in college. Um, And so we come from a college living situation that wasn't the most clean. And I think we're taking advantage that of the fact that we can actually have our things the way that we want. Because obviously in college, when you're living with roommates, you're not going to, you know, bitch at your roommates like, hey, clean this up, clean your room, clean up the living room. Like you can't tell people what you what they should be doing 24-7. Obviously, if the cleaning gets out of hand and it's literally like a mess, it looks like a dumpster in your apartment, that's different. But like little things here and there, you can't get upset at people over. And so now without that living situation, now without roommates, and it's just us, we have clear expectations of how we want our space to look, how we can maintain that, and we like it super clean. So I love that. Um, But yeah, a couple of these things I did mention too, like going to the gym, eating habits, like those are just preferences. And it's been awesome that we both see eye to eye on those. It's just made everything really easy because I'm thinking without those and without other aspects where we see eye to eye on, it would not make the experience of moving in with him, with my boyfriend easy. And I don't think it would make it enjoyable either. And so I'm really thankful for all of that um, because, I don't know, when you when you move in with someone, you truly do see their real colors. And we have known each other for so long that we already knew what we were getting ourselves into, I think. But now that I have experienced it on firsthand, um, it's been awesome. So I guess a tip when it comes down to it is, Hopefully your partner and you don't see, like, yes, it's okay to have differences, but hopefully you don't have the issue of disagree on disagreeing on everything, because I think that that could bring up hardships that you didn't realize you would have to deal with. Like, for instance, one of my friends was talking about when she and her boyfriend um, are going to move in together eventually, he's been talking about this couch this piece of furniture this minute thing you know he was saying how much he loved it and he's never going to get rid of it she explained to me that this was a couch that was like 20 years old super smelly gross just like nothing you want in your nice new post-grad living situation totally stand by her agree with that and she was like well now I'm gonna have to argue with him on this and like while that might 
be a big or small issue to the type of person that's dealing with it. I think if I was in that position, I'd be like, wow, I don't like, that's just something that I would not want to have be an issue right off the bat. So um, yeah, the similar, just having similarities in lifestyle has been fantastic. Um, A couple emotional things that I've witnessed too, is that we're both go-getters and like to feel accomplished, um, which kind of you can see in the fact that we both want to have a routine. We both want to wake up early and we're both kind of like disciplined. Yes. But also counting on each other to keep each other in check. And that's been awesome because if we both weren't necessarily crazy disciplined or didn't care about waking up super early, it may interfere with another person's routine or lifestyle. So that is what I've also noticed. And ultimately all of these things kind of working together, I think are reaffirming me that I'm meant to be here because I think when you go through life, you go through changes, it's inevitable. And so in the back of my head, at least I'm thinking, well, where, if I wasn't here, where would I be? Am I meant to be somewhere else? Would I be thriving in a different environment? And from day one um, of this entire big lifestyle change, I think I've truly been reaffirmed um, just through all of the things that have hit me straight on. I applied for a job. I got it in a week. I have had a seamless move. We've been getting the furniture that like simple things like we've been we fully furnished the apartment by week two or so. Um we just like, I don't know, moving down here was great. Graduating was easy. I graduated and I immediately jumped into working. Um, and that's been awesome. So just like little things, it's reaffirming. It's good to know that I meant to be here. Um, so yeah, I too am like a Christian. And so I've been praying about this entire process of post-grad and I heard someone say that if you're not meant to be somewhere or if someone's not meant to be in your life, this can kind of be manipulated if you want to manipulate the scenario. But if something isn't where it's meant to be in your life, then God will take away your peace. And I have not had my peace taken away. That can, that could change. Everything's up to change. But I've truly felt a peace. And I even told Cameron that I feel like I've been on vacation since I've been here. Um, And so that's kind of silly to say because no, we're not going to feel like we're on vacation every day, every week, every month. There's going to be bad days, but there's also going to be good days. And so I mentioned a couple minutes ago that it's important to instill values so that you kind of lean towards more good days, having more good days than bad days. And these values that we work to maintain, I really see it firsthand. Um, And so these are a couple that I just like picked out when writing up the notes for this, but we, I totally see this every day that we work to maintain the values of communication, respect, trust, kindness, and love. So if you've been here for a while, communication is literally like my number one. Um, I think that through every relationship, if you don't have communication, your relationship is bound to fail at some point. And 
since day one with my relationship with Cameron, I've preached that I need communication. I need you to tell me what you want. I'm going to tell you specifically what I expect and I want, and I'm not going to repeat myself. Uh, Well, (laughs) not necessarily, but at the end of the day, communication is key. And so we're very communicative when it comes to preferences, expectations, things that we want for our household, our daily routines, just living life together. You can't live life together without communication. And it's evident that we work really hard to keep that up. Um, Other things that, you know, we see respect, trust, kindness, love, you know, we have set boundaries, kind of unspoken boundaries that we, I guess, understand with each other where if you need to spend time apart, we're going to give ourselves that time apart. I think it's really important to spend meaningful time together and also spend meaningful time apart because when you are really the main person, you know, your boyfriend and you are the main boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whoever are the main people that you see. And that's your main, I don't know, world, I guess. You need to take a break for a minute. And it's especially important too, to have those relationships outside of your, you know, main emotional um, romantic relationship. Um, And that's a whole other conversation for another day. But Having boundaries, spending time apart has been lovely um, to help maintain that healthy relationship that we're building. Um, And we're also, you know, validating each other's emotions and trusting that when one expresses their emotions, it is their true feelings that they are feeling. Um, That's kind of, I don't know, I feel like I mumbled through that, so I'm going to say that again. So... Trust is a value that we, I've noticed, have worked to maintain in our relationship. And in that, we, when it comes to emotions, are validating those emotions, but also trusting that the person who is expressing their emotions is saying what they truly feel. I feel like a lot of the time in relationships, and it's especially uh, prevalent as like the woman doing it is that a girl will express like her feelings, her emotions, but she won't actually say what she wants. And that's like a problem because you're literally limiting your communication. It all comes back to communication, literally. Oh my gosh. Um, And so if something's wrong, even if it's a small thing, I'm going to trust that Cameron's going to come to me and express his emotions and that's what it's going to be. And I'm going to do the same for him and I'm not going to cover something up because I expect him to go on a manhunt for my emotions. So yes, those are the values essentially that I've noticed the most that we have worked to upkeep, maintain, and these are indirect and direct experiences and they've just been awesome. I love that Cameron and I have such, I wouldn't say mature, but I guess I will, mature take on relationships and expressing emotion and being there for one another as boyfriend and girlfriend, um, as just like people too. So highly encourage everyone to kind of, if you haven't yet, take a step back, look at your relationship with 
your significant other and other relationships too and see what kind of values you guys have that are direct or indirect that are blatantly expressed or simply observed and it's just really interesting to kind of see the significance of that relationship so I'll stop with that because that is a lot of rambling about values and maintaining things and so let's hop into kind of a more fun aspect of well I say fun I'll start it with this your relationship with your boyfriend or whoever girlfriend boyfriend significant other partner it's amazing right but you're always going to have bad days ahead of you you don't know what to expect it you can get into funks and like Cameron and I we're hitting it off great we are having the best of times but anything could happen and I thinking now we're on a good routine we have things to look forward to there's spontaneity there's we have a spark right now but that spark could easily go away in the future if we don't work to maintain it and work to like show up for each other because right now we're living together as boyfriend and girlfriend but sooner or later we could easily get into a funk and live together as roommates and we don't want to be roommates that's kind of gross like that just sounds that's not really tasteful so something that i am going to encourage and that i'm going to work towards myself is in order to avoid the roommate issue and keep the spark alive for five plus years is that we show up for each other we encourage spontaneity we enhance the parts of relationship when we can. It sounds kind of intimidating, but it's really not. You really just have to avoid that funk that you could potentially fall into. And something that Cameron and I have been doing that helps us avoid getting into a funk and keeping the spark alive has been through planning out our weeks, knowing what the week holds, knowing where each other um, is going to be like the expectations that uh, our jobs have for us, like just the plans of the week. And we fill in mostly on weeknights, little things that we can do together as a couple to kind of just enjoy each other's company and not constantly be coming home after work, eating dinner and sitting in front of the TV and watching like a random show. Like that is just so boring. And imagine that. Imagine every day after work, You've come home and you eat a boring dinner and you sit on the couch and scroll on your phone or watch TV. That makes me want to die. And I'm not exaggerating, like maybe a little bit, but an occasional good movie or TV show is awesome, but not when you're doing it every single day. So Cameron and I have worked to put together a little list on shared notes Um literally your notes app on iPhone, you can share a note with someone and they can be like, they can contribute to a notes. And we have a little note called, let's see, plans of the week. And so our week looks like this. We start every week on Sunday. We have it as a reset Sunday. It's lovely. We use that time to clean our apartment, run errands, enjoy a moment together and usually spend a little bit of time apart because we have spent the whole weekend together just kind of start the week out on a good note give ourselves a good refresh and let each other have personal time 
Um, and we also plan out our week and look at each other's week and plans and fill in the spots where we can and kind of like make little dates out of it. Like for instance, let's say this week, Cameron's actually at a basketball um, game. He plays like on the men's basketball team and he did that. And that's like definitely something for him. And so right now I am literally recording an episode for me. And that is our little like date, I guess, self-date, but it was something to do in the afternoon. It's kind of like allowed us to have some fun outside of the normal nine to five grind. Um, Tomorrow, I think we're going to go and get drinks somewhere just for fun spice it up, have something to look forward to. Um, Yeah, I think on Monday we did watch a movie, but it was like a very intentional situation. So yeah, just make intentional plans together, little dates together. And it really, it's really fun. It keeps things alive. It keeps that spark alive. So yes, that was a little tidbit at the end there to kind of get you thinking about things that you would want to do with your significant other. Um, Because yeah, living together is very hard, especially after a very long time. You feel like there's nothing new that you guys can do. Things get boring, you get into funks, but there's a lot of different things that you can do to keep that spark alive, enhance your relationship and encourage spontaneity. Um, Before I go, I'll read off a couple more things on my list just to give you like ideas. So I split up this um, shared note by two sections, dates that cost money and free dates, because obviously if you can save money here and there, that's awesome. So for the dates that cost money, I have shopping and then I have like thrifting, regular shopping, like not thrifting. Um, I have like getting something tasty to eat or drink, going out for crumble cookie, going out and getting fast food, going out and treating each other to a drink or ice cream or something. Um, For free dates, I have like watching a TV and movie or TV show in, having a self-care spa night, going to the pool, having a photo shoot, going on a walk, things that are cost effective. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so hopefully that gave you some ideas. And I'm really excited to actually plan out my next week because I don't know. Having plans makes me excited. But of course, remember, do not rush them. Don't get caught up in what's going to happen. Don't wait around for your weekend or the weeks just get boring and you'll feel sad. So some words, wise words to share with y'all. But I think that's pretty much a wrap. I really enjoyed this episode. I think that it's allowed me to kind of understand things on a deeper level and I'm really happy here. I have to be honest. Um, Augusta has been lovely so far, and I'm sure I'll make some updates in the next couple of episodes to share even more things and more experiences. But I hope everyone has enjoyed themselves, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye!